Hello, welcome back to Reading Radio Podcast. I'm Alora. And I'm Jason. This month's book is Lord of the Flies by Will- William Golding. Well done, you finally got through it. William oh. Golding. So uh, actually, you know what? There's some important things we need to talk about before we get started with the book. You have a big announcement. I am a published author. You are a published author. Young Writers of America? You, Young Writers USA. Young Writers USA. So they picked one of your stories, and you're going to be published in their anthology. So high fives to you. We won't throw it in the microphone, because that would be loud, but air five. Air five. So that's big news. I've been meaning to post that story on the website anyway. Don't post No, make them buy the book. <laughs> It'll drive up sales. It'll make you more popular. <laughs> Or at least do it after it's been published, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the protocol is for these things. I've never been a published author before. 13? At pu- published author at 13. Did you find out before your birthday? I think it was like the day before my birthday, yeah. Well, happy birthday. That worked out well. That's another thing that happened. You turned 14. You're almost a pre-human adult now. Pre-human adult? Pre-adult human. That's what it should be. Pre-adult human. <laughs> don't give me that look. Your mother gives me that look and it doesn't scare me from her. It's not going to scare me from you. What did you think of Lord of the Flies? I almost said Lord of the Rings. I will probably do that more than once. Lord of the Flies. The cover for the copy I got is freaky. I will say that. Yeah, it was. I knew it was an intense book. Uh, I figured you'd be okay with it at this point, but I don't know. When I, we can jump into it. I don't know that I would go much younger than 12, maybe. Yeah, probably not. I mean, you even didn't pick up on a few of the things that were happening, so maybe that's just the innocence of youth not realizing what's going on. But overall impressions? Um, it was a really good book. Book. It was just one. Yeah. Why do you think it's a classic? It has an interesting concept. I read um a bit of the afterward by, which was written by Lois Lowry, who did The Giver. Nice. And Uh, number our stars. Number the stars. Yeah. Yeah. That was also a good book. Um, and it was interesting. It was talking about like how you had to go past the line to do some of the things that they needed to do and the good and evils of humanity. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's I think that's why it's been a classic. It looks into what humanity would be like under different... And can cir- be. Yeah, and can be in different circumstances. And for those of us who live a, pri- a privileged life of not having to worry about being eaten or being hunted by our uh, peers, spoiler alert, then we to kind of see into that insight and see the darkness of humanity even from children especially from children kind of opens your eyes to what the possibilities are because they don't really have like the full sense of good and evil yet right right and i think it's pretty clear that at least one of them was a sociopath so Mm -hmm. we'll get into that uh score the book what'd you think Mm, i think a four four (gasps) i think this is the first time you've gone to a four did you find it did you find the read challenging just the the overall reading, I know because it's an older book sometimes, and well, and written with like kind of British in mind, it's sometimes challenging to read that language. A little bit, but it wasn't too bad once you got into it. Yeah, I listen. I read it and then listened to the audio for the second half, and I think the audio was was much easier to read because oftentimes they didn't say who was saying something in the dialogue portions in the in the actual book, and the changing of the voices gave a better indication of that. It made it feel more like conversations for me. Uh, hmm. Overall score, I, I, I would give it a f- four as well uh, because it, I mean, it's a classic. I picked it. And I think everyone should read it just to kind of understand some of the references that people may make and that sort of thing. So ages? 
Uh, well, we already kind of jumped into that. I wouldn't go below 12 unless you've got a super mature kid. It's a bit worse than Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Well, actually quite a bit because Hunger Well, Games I don't is... know. There's more deaths. There's more murders in the Hunger Games. But they're The kind description of... level of like yeah. the gore is That's equal true. to give a reference. Well, it seems, as I recall, and you've read it more often, that Hunger Games violence tends to happen a little more off screen. And what yeah. what happens on screen is... Is not as bad. And it's a clear, it's a quick kill or a clean kill, I think. Again, you've read it more often, so tell me if I'm wrong. I think some of the, sting, the descriptions in Hunger Games, like the worst one, is about the steady level for Lord of the Flies. Right, that's fair. Description-wise. That's fair. Uh, what did you think age-wise? About the same thing? Age-wise, yeah, probably. So those who don't know, uh, who may have been living under a rock for a while, Lord of the Rings is the... Stor- you said it again. Dang, damn it. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. For those of you who have maybe don't know what the book is about, Lord of the Flies is about a group of school students who crash from a plane uh, onto a desert, deserted island. And apparently there's some sort of war going on. That they were trying to escape, much like the children in Lord of the in Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe uh, were left London to escape the Blitz. These children were trying to escape something as well. They crash on a desert island, and the evils of mankind are released from that point. And that's kind of it's like Pandora's box. Yeah, we're we're gonna go that far without the um, without the spoilers. Without the spoilers. So if you haven't read the book, go pick it up, check it out, and then come back and listen to this episode. Because if you don't. We are going to now spoil the crap out of this book and talk about everything under the sun. Everything. Go. Why are you still here? All right, are they gone? (laughs) All right, cool. We can talk about it now. All right. So it opens up with um, Ralph and... Piggy on the beach. Piggy. We never learned his real... No, he does say his real name at some point, doesn't he? I don't think so. He's no. Piggy. He just says it's better than what the kids back home called me, and then that that stuck. <laughs> Piggy. It sets him up to be such an, a sympathetic character the whole time through. It's like, oh, that feels... Shut up, Piggy. I feel bad for you, but stop talking and being like insulting people and being trying to be, you know, it's like the condescending. Ch- it reminds me of Chuck from the Maze Runner series. Like the kind of innocent. Yeah, a little bit. But, and he also was like the father figure. He was helping to take care of all the little ones. That would be what I would be doing the whole time. Right. But it was interesting that immediately they, they tried to rally together. They found the conch. And blew into it. Right. Called a meeting, set things up. It's almost miraculous that like none of them were injured in the crash, but... Well, I think that's the story. Plot convenience. Yeah, it's also a fact that there, was no, there were no adults on the plane or none of the adults survived, but only the children survived. I mean... To get to the point of the story you want to discuss, that's something you have to do as an author. Me and And my sister have a running joke if something doesn't make sense in a series. We'll ask and the other one will just say, plot convenience. Yeah, and that tends to be the reason. Sometimes you just, I want to write a story about this context. How do I get into that context? I'll ask my readers to suspend their disbelief, which we will gladly do for a good story, and then we'll move on from there. Yeah. If the story's good enough. If the story's good enough. Which this one was. Yes. I'm fine with that. Okay. So, have you re- had you read this book before? I was given the book in fifth grade. Fifth grade? Yes. Um, <laughs> because I was, I, was, I was complaining so much about how boring the books were we were forced to read. 
And so my teacher, who also gave me as a signed reading, uh, The Girl Who Owned a City, our second Which episode. Which was such a good book. Right. See, so Miss Donahue, props to you. I'm coming back to the stuff you gave me. Uh, well, that's not her name anymore. But anyway, <laughs> she's been married now. Probably for 30 years, as long as I've got out of fifth grade. Regardless, I can't remember if I read the whole thing or not. I think I started it, and I had some difficulty with it, again, because of the language and whatnot. And so I don't know that I've ever read the book before. I think that's the kind of book, because I have a problem. Even if I can see where the book is going, most of the time, if it's an action book, I have to finish it. You just have to see it through? Yes. That's not a bad thing, Or it'll be, like, stuck in the part of my head bothering me for the rest of my life. Your other option is if it's really bad and you don't want to read it, you're just going to give it up, but you can't... Google summary. Yeah, exactly. Go to Wikipedia, (laughs) find out how it ends, you'll be satisfied. I've done that on a few books. I'm like, I just, I kind of want to know where it goes. Don't remember it now off the top of my head. But Wikipedia is good for that. Or Spark Notes, if it's a popular enough book, you can just kind of read the chapter summaries to figure out what's going on. They're the ones who did the video that we watched in preparation, kind of summarized the book. That video was good. So who is your, maybe not favorite was in Likeable, but who is your favorite character as far as the story goes? What was the f- Piggy and... Ralph? Ralph. Yeah. I think I liked Ralph. Yeah. Even though he was just because he was the leader, or was it something about him that drew him to you? I don't know. Probably, like, the fact he was the leader for the beginning, and, like, he was able to pull everyone together and keep it together for most of it. Right, but eventually became not who had the best idea or who was the oldest or most worthy, but who was the strongest and had the team, because Jack had the pre-existing leadership position with the choir. All right, here's where I'm off the leadership train. (laughs) Right? There's just nobody there. But, see, Ralph was smart as, from a leadership perspective. When he realized Jack had wanted to be a leader but didn't get it, he immediately gave him a, a position. A leadership position. Right. To kind of bring him back in and make sure that he felt felt wanted, felt needed. It just wasn't enough. And then every conflict they had stirred Jack up. He had some real pride and emotion issues that he wasn't, you know, probably, I mean, 10 or 11, 12. I don't know how old they're supposed to be. Six to twelve, I think the video said. Okay, so yeah, he just wasn't ready to, to deal with that kind of stuff. In in a situation without adults to help them to help guide their emotional intelligence, they turned into little savages. So, <laughs> do you think that do you think that's possible, or is this unrealistic? I think in the right circumstances, anything can happen. Okay. Because if you're put out there with nothing and you have to do what you have to do, because that was part of the stuff that Lois Lowry wrote in the end, that some of the kids weren't okay with killing the pigs, even if that meant giving them food. Hmm. Well, it makes sense if they were more city kids. I hate to make that stereotype, but people who are away from the source of their food don't, maybe don't make that connection or don't want to make that connection. I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. I know where my food comes from, (laughs) still not killing the pig. Well, those of us who grew up in more rural areas, like I literally would go to friends' farms and help with all those kind of things and... You just, you see what it is. You know what's going on. Or if you grew up with a hunting family, you understand that a little bit better. So like it or maybe if you don't like it, you don't do it. But you don't, you recognize that it's kind of nature to do that. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear of like people who grew up in different areas, what they think. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm just impressed because wild boar are remarkably savage. So maybe these, because they were on this island and didn't have much 
Um, no one's coming for them. Yeah, no enemies. Happy maybe, little pigs. <laughs> maybe they weren't so bad, but I, when I've heard people talk, wild boar will tear you up. Like they're the one animal that if you hunt, you need to be on your toes because if you you know are hunting with miss. a bow and you miss, your their tusks and their teeth will, will hurt you. So at least I, I was. I appreciate the sacrifice for the, <laughs> for bacon. Well, yeah, those those pigs cannot hurt anybody. They can barely move. They're just they're huge. they're so fat. Yeah. But what are you going to do? What did you think of Simon? He was an also an interesting character. Because he was, like, there trying to help the best he could. But most of the time he was kind of pushed down. Just like, okay, thanks. Bye now. Yeah. So then it seemed to me that he had found, like, a little cave or a little area of his own. And then he started having these weird hallucinations. What did you think was causing that? Magic. You thought it was a... You, well, you, we, I roll my eyes, but we read a lot of fantasy stories. So you, had, you thought it was a magical island? Maybe that or the fact, like, dehydration, sunstroke. Okay. There's tons of logical explanations for why stuff like that happens. Yeah, I think in the spark notes, they actually said epi- like a seizure or something was happening. Mm-hmm. So it could have been caused by epilepsy or some of those other things as well. That's interesting. At first, I thought you meant for real magic. Like, maybe this is a magic island. Because we know that, like, uh, Piggy did have asthma. What did he, how'd they say it in the book? Asthma. 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 I think that's the way they said it. <laughs> that was funny. That poor guy. I mean, he just didn't, couldn't catch any breaks. But I, I don't know that it would get to the point. I don't know. People in weird, people in groups do weird things. Like, groups are stupid. Individ- and everyone always ends up breaking up into groups, whether they mean to or not. Yeah, I think that it's human nature to kind of do that. Um, if there's not something to bind you together universally, like survival, then that'll happen. You'd think that would have been enough. but Apocalypse, yeah. here we come. I don't know that anybody took seriously enough their position, except for Ralph and Piggy and a few others that were trying to like keep the signal and going. And Simon did. Yeah. Because he was like making the huts and stuff. Yeah, but this wasn't a game. I don't know if they they were old enough to realize a cut on that island could be deadly. Like, because there's no antibiotics, there's no, you get an infection. You die. You die. I mean, so I don't know if they realized quite the danger that they would be in without modern civilization to back them up. I would totally be like, because I know stuff like that can kill you. <laughs> and so I'm just going to be sitting in my tiny little corner and see how long I can go without water. Because I also know what lives in water. On places like that. That's true. L- luckily, they found a clean water source. It seemed, although it did say up front they just got used to being sick. So maybe they were drinking bad water and didn't know or didn't have anything to boil it in. It's not like they had pots and pans to to boil the water and clean nope. it. This would be an interesting survival camp for Girl Scouts instead of the the car broke down. The plane crashed. Yeah. Now you're on an island. Then you can do it in the summertime, and it wouldn't be so bad. Like, how do you survive? <laughs> that would be interesting. Being, if you can bring some of those skills to the to bear and figure it out, it'd be fun. I would love to do something like that. As long as you don't have to kill any animals to live. Yeah. I'll take the canned chicken. You know the canned chicken's still chicken, right? <laughs> I know, but I don't have to do the killing. I'm going to make you go to the bear someday when you're... No! <laughs> preparing their birds. It's so sad. <laughs> It's, it is what it is. So right. what would you do? In their situation? Yeah. Me adult or me as a 10-year-old? 
you as a 10 year old Ugh, i probably would have i probably would have been like having the emotional reaction of piggy honestly just freaking out like not knowing what to do trying to hold everyone together i wouldn't have been like i probably wouldn't have been one of the hunters i might have been simon i don't know i'd be fine as far as people could see I'd hold it together as long as there was somebody around. And then I'd go find a cave and scream. Yeah, I would try that. We'd see how long it lasts. And that's how the beast would happen. (laughs) I would I'd light the whole island on fire if I had to 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 get to get off the island. But again, That's what ended up happening. It is, it is. What'd you think of the of the closing scenes? It was so sad. I mean it was such a good ending, but it was a sad ending. Because he's try- Ralph is trying to explain it, like, what happened. Because he just lost, like, the two friends he had, Simon and Yeah, so before we Piggy. get to the very end, very end, I couldn't believe that Eric and... What was the other twin's name? Fred and George. We'll call them Fred and George. <laughs> the Fred- <laughs> they were just the twins, most the of twins, the book. The twins, yeah. That they, Which is the same for the Weasleys. That they turned on him. Like, I, they were like, hey, he's there in the bush. Like, you, you can... You cannot go that far. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could have said, I don't know where he is. You could have said, I don't know, maybe I saw him over there. You you could avoid whatever, but to actually say, no, no, he's he's right there. I'm and they know they're going to kill him. Yeah. Did you understand what the uh, the stick sharpened on both ends meant? A spear? Well, it was stick, they were going to put his head on a spike, like they did the pig. Right, so this wasn't just a let's get him I don't out want of the way. <laughs> this is not just a let's get him out of the way thing. This was a like savage We won. He he represents the old way of things and we're going to crush it completely so that nobody ever thinks of turning around and doing anything the other way again. That's literally something out of horrible histories. But it's it isn't horrible histories because it's reality, right? That's the way people behave when they think they have to hold control. Yeah, I'm not that desperate for any of the Girl Scout leadership positions. <laughs> well, I'd like to think we're more civilized now. I just think we hide it better. I think people are just as sociopathic and they they fear maybe getting caught. But given the opportunity, I think a lot of people would eliminate competition any way possible if they weren't getting caught. Okay, so the closing scene. You're about to talk about that. Go ahead. So the guard comes in, the British guard, and Ralph comes up there. And I, I don't quite know how all the other kids got there. I think they were chasing him. So yeah. They, they came out of the woods after him. And then he tries to explain what happened because he just lost Simon and Ralph. And then he just starts crying. No, Simon and Piggy. Ralph Simon and Piggy. And then they all start, he starts crying. Then everyone else just like starts crying. And then the guard turns away. And yeah. that's how it ends. Right. I was a little disappointed, I guess. It felt very much like uh, Deus Ex Machina. The save, it's Latin. I forget what the exact translation is, but it's like save, uh, rescue by God or something like that. So it's the, huh, I don't have a good ending for this. Let's bring in a miracle. Well, the ending kind of made sense. It did to some degree that, the, you know, they had the fire and the ship just happened to be coming by. And maybe they were in a major shipping lane that had ships coming through all the time. It was interesting that the, the captain or whoever was, well, playing at war, are we? I hope nobody got hurt. And that's where Ralph kind of, I think, I, as I read it, he sh- that's when he said yes and broke down. Mm-hmm. And I think then the, the captain was like, oh, something serious has happened here. This isn't... Because he must have thought they were put there or there was adults there for 
get them out of the way of the war because it's a small island. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think he expected to come across this, a place where two people had been murdered and one more may be dead because the, the kid with the raspberry patch disappears early on. They never find him again. Mm-hmm. So he might have fallen off a cliff or something. Who cares? I mean, who knows? It's kind of a sad state of affairs. But again, these are if these are, what are they, 6 to 12-year-olds? Sure, there's no maturity for taking care of one another. I mean, there'll be a few people that'll have some of those instincts, but just don't have long-range thinking to, yeah. to consider that kind of stuff. And I think that was the problem. Like, we would, let's let's think about hunting because that's fun, and not let's think about getting off this island so we survive long term. They would eventually get sick of bacon, I imagine, but who knows? Sick of bacon? That's freezing. When it's all you have, maybe. And I don't know that they were able to process and cure the bacon it was probably just pork chops or closer to that if they even cooked it well who knows they could have all dropped dead from salmonella or something that would have even been that would have been an even sadder ending let's talk about the scene where simon actually gets killed oh you want to jump back to that yeah what about it he sees the thing and he realizes the beast is just someone that fell out of a plane a goes, jet pilot or something. Goes to tell everyone. And then he's just murdered. Because I think he's the beast. Well, right, because it's dark and he just comes out of the woods and they're all in a... They're all riled up in a frenzy. And, again, when groups react, stupid stuff happens. You'll see... You get older and see footage of people just doing crazy stuff and you're thinking, who in their right mind would behave that way? But that they're not in their right mind. There's a group dynamic that happens that's really strange and causes people to do stuff that they would never do. I mean, even you hear it through Ralph and Piggy's narration and later, like the thing, like they don't, they're not going to talk about it. The fact that they took part, they helped to kill Simon. Mm -hmm. They were all, they were even in the dance. They were almost part of the tribe. And I think that's what kind of set them back to go, I'm not going to join that group. Because I know like they've seen where it goes. Right. Yeah, and Jack, Jack was bad, but Roger, the sociopath, was the he's the mean one. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the muscle that Jack uses to get his way with people. It's just a scary dynamic. But I'm the I'm the face of it. You just go do my dirty work. Exactly. Which keeps him being the good guy. I don't know if he's the good Ka- guy. Well, kind of. Right. It keeps he's he's definitely not the the really mean one. You, you just have to worry about the other one. Yeah, there, that's a, a trope pretty old too. So there's some, probably some reality in it somewhere where the leader can just use muscle of somebody else who's not smart enough to run everything, but is mean enough to keep people in line underneath a good leader. So I wouldn't have been that guy either. I probably would have been Biggie or Simon. <laughs> if I had been hallucinating, I would have been Simon. If not, I would have been Biggie. <laughs> Although it probably called me skinny. I don't know what it would have been. <laughs> you would have been skinny? Yeah, something. So overall, were you happy you read the book? Yes, it was pretty good. Good. Any final thoughts? No, I just think it. it we can watch the movie if you want. There's a movie? Yeah. I'm not sure if I want to see I, That's that. fair. <laughs> I don't remember it. It's probably from the late 90s, if I remember. We'd have to look it up. We could do a bonus episode on that. If anyone's interested... Let us know, and we'll we'll do the comparison. We'll see how that works. Our next book is... Okay, the book is Stolen Girl, a novel by Marsha Forchik Skripuch. I'm sorry, Marsha. I am sure I am butchering that last name, but I will do the best that I can. And if you come on our show for an interview, you can tell me how to pronounce it yourself. <laughs> but this is a one I've never heard of. So Laura's 
uh, Laura's Choice. It looks like it's set in World War II. Um, so it looks like it'd be really good. Was she raised by the enemy is the catchphrase on the front. And it's uh, the author also wrote Making Bombs for Hitler, which is what probably makes me think it's World War II. Where'd, I think it is World War II. Where'd you find out about this book? Um, I just found it in the library, and I was looking for something to read because I ran out of the books in the series I was reading. And yeah. I found it, and I picked it up, and it looked good. Okay. So that'll be our next book. I'll post links to it on the in the bookshelf uh, on the website at reading-radio.com. So go over there and check out everything we have. Please head over as well. You'll get notified when you go to the website to... Join us in the Facebook group. That's where we want to start having conversations about the books and get input from our readers and our listeners about what what we should read next. We'll be coming up on our season break and have to make some big decisions about what we're going to read next year. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We just crossed over our download goal for 2019, 19. so we're only 21 days late to, to get over that. Thank Which you. isn't bad. No, thank you. It was a stretch goal. We'd already reached our first goal. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who jumped in and, and helped us reach those goals. Please share this with your friends and family, anybody who has, or anyone who enjoys young adult fiction, whether they are young adults or whether they're just adults. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else? Nope. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.